This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Friday, August 28th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Hang on, fair warning, got a lot of news coming your way this morning. Yesterday afternoon at 4 o'clock, Governor Hogan, Dr. Karen Salmon, and Dr. Jinlin Chen from the state all announced that they are strongly supportive of all schools statewide moving toward in-person learning by the end of the first marking period this fall. Citing hearing from parents daily who are frustrated that their school districts are not reopening, Hogan is pressuring the schools to open and will be incentivizing them with a $10 million carrot in the form of grants available to schools that do comply. To open, the schools are going to need to comply with CDC and Maryland Health Department requirements, which will include wearing face coverings at all times while on school property, maintaining six feet of physical distancing and cleaning and disinfecting measures. According to Dr. Chen, the metrics that the state will recommend for reopening include test positivity should be below 5% over a seven-day period, there should be five cases or fewer per 100,000 people, and any jurisdiction with higher case rates should be able to put in a hybrid model with some in-person instructions. Dr. Salmon said she's encouraging schools to reevaluate their plans and mode of instruction, especially if they had not planned on any in-person instruction prior to January of 2021. That would include Anne Arundel County. Well, it was not received too well. The Maryland State Education Association said in a statement, at a time when educators are focused on working hard to make the best of this year for students, the governor and superintendent are focused on throwing the school communities under the bus. We need collaboration and problem solving, not political theater. The governor and superintendent abdicated responsibility for creating reopening standards and told districts to come up with their own plans, indicating appropriate confidence that the local school systems would do what is best for students. Today, they chose to ambush and second-guess the hard decisions that local boards of education, parents, and educators have made to keep the students and schools safe. In the continued absence of adequate state and federal funds to help schools open safely, to include measures such as rapid testing, certified ventilation systems, and needed PPE. This is a recipe for chaos, confusion, distrust, and deepening the inequities that too many of our students face. And as expected, the state legislature weighed in. Senate President Bill Ferguson said, we'd likely have more local school district consistency on reopening if the state had provided any guidance whatsoever prior to 10 days before the planned start of school year 2020-2021. House Majority Leader Delegate Eric Lutke said for months the Hogan administration has offered no useful guidance on how to safely reopen schools. Schools, not surprisingly, decided to teach online. Now Governor Hogan is demanding that schools partially reopen as soon as possible. It's the Keystone Cops meets 1984. For their part, Anne Arundel County said that they don't believe they meet the metrics and they will continue with the online opening of schools scheduled for the first part of September. The Anne Arundel County police are searching for a man who pulled his pants down in front of two teens while walking in an Odenton nature preserve. It happened on Wednesday afternoon at about 3.30 p.m. right in the Piney Orchard Nature Preserve, which is in the 800 block of Thicket Court in Odenton. Two teens were on the trail behind their residence when an unknown adult male pulled his shorts down and exposing his genitals. They ran home. They reported it to their parents who did contact the police. They are looking for a white male, 30 to 40 years old, wearing running gear and a wool flat top hat. 
Police are asking anybody that may have any information to contact detectives at 410-222-8760. There's some construction going on up in Hanover. Live Casino and Hotel is moving ahead with what they call Sports and Social, which is a sports betting facility that's going to cost $10 million. It's going to take the place of where Live Center Stage was. And this is all in anticipation of being allowed to gamble on sports here in Maryland. The decision on the legality of that is up to voters in November. It'll be on a referendum whether they want to legalize sports betting. And apparently, Live Casino and Hotel is betting that they will. Late yesterday afternoon, the Baltimore Business Journal had a breaking news story that the Marley Station Mall in Glen Burnie is heading to the auction block on September 14th at 1 p.m. The auction will take place right here in Annapolis at the Circuit Court steps, as most real estate auctions do. If you would like to own a mall, you need a $100,000 certified check to be able to bid. But keep this in mind, the property is subject to all liens, leases, rents, as well as a mortgage loan of $15.6 million. This mall was first opened in 1987 and it was expanded in 1994 as well as 1996. Like all malls across the country, it is struggling to remain relevant. All right, remember when I told you about Crabs to Go and the Annapolis Rotary? Well, they received about $35,000 from that fundraiser, which is the replacement to their annual Crab Feast, and now they're looking to give it away. If you are a Annapolis-area charitable organization serving the community, get your application in. They're due by October 10th, and any nonprofits located in the following zip codes are eligible. 21401, 402, 403, 405, 409, 21012, 21032, 21035, or 21037. All are considered for grants. You need to submit it online at annapolisrotary.org. In more Rotary news, this time it's about the Parole Rotary and actually one of my very favorite things. Books for International Goodwill is going to be having another sale this weekend from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday at their Books for International Goodwill warehouse. That's at 451 Defense Highway, probably about a mile and a half past the Best Buy. They've got more than 70,000 books covering all categories. They're going to be priced at $3 for hardbacks, $2 for trade or softbound, $1 for pocket paperbacks, and children's books are less than a dollar. Masks are required. And here's a pro tip. They do have record albums there. They do have videotapes. They do have DVDs. They got all sorts of stuff there. Big does collect about 1,000 books a day, and they've shipped almost 10 million books over the last 20 years internationally to underserved parts of the world to help out with world literacy. Proceeds from these sales go to help pay for the shipments of the books that don't sell across the sea. If you want to find out more information, you want to go to big-books.org. But I do recommend you go on Saturday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. to the Big Warehouse at 451 Defense Highway. Hey, and in a normal year, Sunday would be the Navy Fan Fest, but it ain't a normal year. We all know that, but Fan Fest must go on virtually. The Naval Academy Athletic Association is going to be hosting a virtual Fan Fest on Sunday to get ready for the 2020 football season. You want to be sure you're checking out all of the Navy Athletics social channels. That's what you want to search for, Navy Athletics. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube throughout the event to win all sorts of Navy prize packs. To give you an idea of what they're looking to do, starting at 4 p.m., they're going to have a look back at the 2019 season, 4.15. They're going to have you fill out a map of where you are joining from, which will be kind of interesting to see how many people are Navy fans and where they are from in the world. At 4.30, they're going to release a tailgate cookbook. 
5.15, there'll be a performance by the Drum and Bugle Corps. At 5.30, it'll be a Navy football trivia contest. 6 o'clock, the Navy cheerleading team will perform. They'll have crab races at 6.10. 6.15, they're going to start with interviews. You'll have slot back Miles Fells, quarterback Dallin Morris, cornerback Cam Kinley, linebacker Diego Fago, and all hosted by Pete Medhurst. And finally, at 7 p.m., they are going to have a watch party. Will there be a rebroadcast of the 2015 Army-Navy game in Philadelphia? Spoiler alert, the Mids won that one 21-17, led by none other than Kanan Reynolds. So you want to check out the Naval Academy Athletic Association's virtual fan fest Sunday afternoon into Sunday evening. And finally, as we wrap it up for the week, I just want to say thank you for listening and have a fantastic weekend. And remember, on Tuesday the 1st, we do start our fourth year of the Daily News Brief, and we will be sounding a little bit different. You want to be sure to check it out. We want your feedback on it. And I'll tell you, if you do tune in on Tuesday the 1st, I promise I'll make it worth the while for several listeners. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net for updates to these stories and more throughout the day. If you are someplace you can leave a rating or a review, please do that. And make sure you let your friends, family, and colleagues know about the Daily News Brief, how to get a hold of it, how to subscribe, and have it delivered to their phones every morning at 7 a.m. Other than that, you need to hang tight. We've got George Young standing by with your local DMV weather forecast. And all of that is right after this brief message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years, and I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, August 28th. Yesterday was fairly hot but not terrible and while today will be another hot one and tomorrow a bit of a mess in the PM hours heading into Sunday as the remnants of Hurricane Laura move over the mid-Atlantic region bringing some breezy and rainy conditions to the Annapolis area. The real story here is the very nice weather that will ensue from Sunday through at least next Tuesday or Wednesday. Look for more 90s today, followed by 80s tomorrow with some p.m. rain and wind, followed then by great late summer conditions Sunday and Monday with upper 70s to lower 80s to cap off the month of August and lead us into a great start for September as we get that much closer to the end of summer, the end of 2020 finally, and the start of the upcoming school year in between. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter 
and use our website each day at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Hi, everybody. This is Brian Grivis, the publisher of The Duck Pin. I've been podcasting for almost 10 years, and I'll be making my return to podcasting this September with The Duck Pin Podcast. We'll be talking about the things that matter in your life, news, politics, sports, culture. We'll be looking at those things from a state, local, and national level, and we'll be talking to the people who are making those things happen. Subscribe now by visiting anchor.fm slash the duck pin or search for the duck pin, D-U-C-K-P-I-N, in your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the duck pin. Subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode of the Duck Pin Podcast coming this September. To learn more about the Duck Pin, visit theduckpin.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.